Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're gonna mouth off too. Bam! This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Let's do it. Okay, guys, this is an episode that I've been wanting for just about my whole freaking life, basically. Tamara <laughs> Judge on the podcast. Yes. I don't think she needs any introduction, but uh, for the sake of introducing Real Housewives of OC, one of the OGs, I mean, since season three, right? Yeah, I started season three. Wow. Hey. It's you. <laughs> I know. It's me. Ah! Okay. Well, let's just get to it because I have I have a ton of questions. But what I want to know, I want to know about you more like before you did reality TV, right? So Oh, okay. We met you a long time ago. You were you were already married at the time you got on the show, right? To Simon? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We had been married for quite a while by then. So had you always lived in Orange County? No, I grew up in Glendora, California. A lot of people like are all over the internet. It says Glendale. I've never even been to Glendale. Glendora. It's Glendora. Okay. It's kind of on the other side of like Pasadena. I don't know if you know where any of that is. Sort of. Heard of them all. Couldn't. Yeah. Them on so I map. grew up in Glendora and in my 20s, I moved to Orange County and I've been here ever since. Okay. So I think people forget OC was the first housewife franchise ever, right? Yes. Ever. Wow. Oh, my God. So did you watch seasons one and two? I did. I did because it was like it was so exciting. Yeah. Because it was so close to where I lived. Um, Kodo is, you know, that's it was all about Kodo girls. And I lived in Ladera Ranch was literally seven minutes away. So I was so excited just to see, you know, I didn't know the girls, but I knew of Gina because I was in real estate as well. So and then (laughs) who would know? That one day I'd throw wine in her face. Literally. Right. Seriously. But, oh, um, man. Yeah. So I was, I was super, super excited just to be on the cast. But was there any part of you, right? You're watching these ladies and you're like, oh my God, this is insane, right? Like, well, I never thought that I'd have a chance in hell to even be on the show. I thought that my life was super boring. You know, I had little kids. Sophia was only maybe two years old. And most of my days were, you know, changing diapers and doing stuff like that. And oh my I worked God. at real estate part-time. How did you get on then? Um, I was, it was way before your time when uh, <laughs> AOL had I Emming. It was like a, a direct message thing that you can do on your, <laughs> on your uh, computer. My girlfriend lived next door to me and she was like, Hey, what are you doing? Nothing. Drinking a glass of wine. Yep. So am I. So we were literally <laughs> house to house, but talking to each other through IM, which is kind of like a text through AOL. And um, so she's like, did you see the housewives are casting for next season? I'm like, no. She's like, you should try out. And I'm like, I'm so boring. There's no way. They're all going to the Balboa Bay Club. And I'm like, I can just see it. They're all going to show up with stacks of money and Rolls Royces. And here I am, you know, in sweats at home. Nobody wants to see this shit. And um, <laughs> So she sent me the application, you know, she sent it over to me. And so we both filled them out and I filled it out like super obnoxious, like, you know, a, a young boy would. Okay, like, classic. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, like sex often, <laughs> you know, like stupid stuff all like time. that. Yeah, all the time. And I never, you know, I never submitted any pictures, nothing like that. And the next day I got a call. Wow. And I'm like, oh, shit. This now is a what? joke, right? Being punked. This is a joke, yeah. So they came to my house, super simple, like interviewed me, and then they gave me this super thick application, and I just threw it in the drawer. Didn't even think twice about it. I thought there's no, there's no way. There's just no way. And um, they called me like weeks later, and they're like, "Did you fill out the application?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> and they're like, "Well, can we come by and meet your husband and your kids?" I'm like, "Sure." So they came over, filmed us. And um, I just remember probably my, my one line that probably really got them. I talked about Gina and she was in real estate and I was in real estate. And I'm like, I run circles around that bitch like that or something like that. They were and like, like, okay, yeah, she's, I, she's a shoe in. I'm like, she's done. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just, my mouth was just so bad back then. <laughs> I just said whatever came to my Those mind. Those are my kind of people right there. Yeah. Just saying, just saying. <laughs> 
So I just said whatever came to mind, and that's what came to mind. And and um, next thing I know, they're like, okay, you made the short list. And I didn't even know what that meant. No, yeah. I, well. I go, what does that mean? They're like, oh, it's between you and some other girl. And I'm like, where's she live? I'm gonna well, who is she? I'm going to put a ban banana on her back. floor and she's going to trip and can't <laughs> wear heels and then I'm going to get it. That's me. So yeah, so they were, there was a restaurant locally, it's no longer here anymore, called Beach Fire. We used to film there all the time. So the producer met me there and then after I was done, they were going to meet with the, the second girl. And I was so tempted to just sit there and who is I'm it? like, just go gonna, home, just go home. I'm going to hide in a bush and see who she is. Yeah, and literally like weeks went by and I didn't hear anything. So I called the one producer that I had talked to and I, I left a message and I'm like, Hey, it's Tamara. Just wanted to know, like, did I get it or not? Just let yeah, me know. Just tell me. And he literally calls me and he's like, you fucking got it. And I go, and I'm like, shut the fuck up. Oh and my I, God. I'm literally in Kodo at an open house and people are walking in and I'm having this like, shut the fuck up. Are you fucking kidding me? And then and all I know is everything went into like slow motion. And he listed off a list of things I needed to do. You have a photo shoot this day and hair and makeup. And, it, and I'm like, what is going on? What oh, is going on? Like, my. this is crazy. And then it was just. Oh, holy shit. Okay, wait. So who were you? You had watched season one and two. Was there anyone like you were like, oh, I don't know if we're going to get along or I'm nervous to meet this person or I feel like I'm going to no, get along. No, I literally didn't have any fear, nothing. I didn't. You just walked no, in. No, I just, I just looked at them as like, you know, this is before reality TV was really that big. That's true. So um, we, do you remember that show like where they swapped wives and then uh, they lived in the house? Wife swap, yeah. Well, okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so that came out right around the same time when we had somebody in our neighborhood that did that. And we used to drive by our house like, oh, my God, that's where that girl lives. You know? She was so like, famous. She's so famous, right? And so back in the day, like, that was, like, so exciting. And I was just, I just looked at them as, like, movie stars. And then you became one. And then I became one. Not a movie well, star. <laughs> well, here's, here's my question then. Okay, right? Like, you guys even joked about this up to season, uh, Vicky's last season was, like Vicky hates the new girl, right? Like the new girl yeah. has a hard time. Shannon never likes the new girl. So what yeah. was it like being the new girl? Like, did Vicky welcome you at that time? Like, what were your feelings? You know, like, she was okay with me. It wasn't bad. There wasn't a lot of turnover in the cast back right, then. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think that I was really maybe the second new girl that had gone into it. I'm not sure. Maybe I was the first. I'm not sure. And she was, she made her little comments. Like I remember being at photo shoots and she'll, she'll be like, put your dress down. It's too short. What are you doing? Why are you trying to act like the center of attention? This is my show. Uh, okay. So even then it was her show, her show. It was her show. It's always been her show. Yeah, always. So I, you know, I sense, definitely sense a little bit of that, but overall she was pretty, like we, we hit it off. Like we totally hit it off. So you were one of the rare ones, I guess. And then it yeah. got, it got worse every year after that. Yeah. Oh, it got worse every year. Well yeah. then, okay. So you had been married to Simon for, for a minute. Like what, what was his, and I guess the family's like react reaction to you joining this show? Like, was there apprehension? Yeah, well, honestly, I didn't think that he would go for it. Right. You know, super conservative. And I'm like, there's no way he's going to go for it. And I'm the one that I'm like, Hey, listen, um, I got this offer. Like they want to come. And he's like, sure. And I was like, no, oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So he wasn't, he didn't like it after it started. Like, well, most of the guys don't really like it because they kind of lose control of everything and their wives are out and different. They're traveling the world and they're becoming well-known. And I don't think it's easy for any guy. I, I, I can't think that it is, but Simon, I guess in particular, like never came off as like, Oh, this is fun. I'm having a good time with this. Like he always just came off as kind of like disinterested in it, which I guess you know is true. But you know what? In his defense, he totally has a resting bitch face. Well, so do I. So I get it. I, I yeah. Have I mean, it, and a couple of my kids do too. <laughs> so I can't, I can't bash him for that. But yeah, so he just kind of always looks like not that interested in yeah. what's going on. But I mean, for the most part, I mean, he had fun, but they only picked like the absolute worst, worst. scene yeah, for course. him always. Yeah. I mean, it was a little bit unfair because they did. It was always like the him bitching or him, but you overall, guys not getting along or yeah but overall that's what they do you know you don't see somebody's entire life why would we want to see y'all's good moments when your storyline for a lot of it was your right. marriage that was in turmoil 
Exactly. I mean, nobody wants to see us folding laundry and playing with our kids, you know. And in fact, I don't I don't like seeing kids on housewife shows at all, to be honest. It's always weird for me, especially like younger kids. Like I don't want to see it. Unless they're teens and they're doing something really bad. (laughs) Then bring them on. Bring them on. I want to see it all. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I have to know, like your first public restaurant fight. What was that like? Do you have a memory? Because, I mean, now it's like standard. You guys are at a restaurant. You're throwing stuff at each other. You're screaming. Yeah. And I feel like it happened gradually. Like at first it was just like, you took my chair. (laughs) (laughs) And then it was like, we're going to have all of our lifelong discussions at public restaurants with people. Right. Oh, totally. (laughs) Um, You know, there was, I think that the one at the Japanese restaurant where Kelly kind of went, you know, um, I think that was kind of an uncomfortable one. Yeah. Because there was people around us, even though we were in our own room, it it was like those Japanese like mm-hmm. paper, yep. rice paper doors. So it was, you know, there was no sound barrier. <laughs> whatsoever. Everyone's hearing everything. <laughs> and on the other side of the wall, there is a ton of people with kids and all that. And she was just doing Kelly. Doing Kelly. Yeah, that one was a little bit uncomfortable. And I could see where Heather, where I got a little bit thicker skin than Heather, where Heather was like, this is low base bullshit. I mean, and Heather always kind of had that attitude as well. Everything was low base beyond her. Um, Okay, well, then you kind of alluded to this, but beforehand, you sound like you weren't someone who wore heels and did makeup every day and like, you know, did all that. So... So was that, was that, I mean, a lot of, you don't see it as much in OC, but like Beverly Hills, the whole glam team is like part of the show, right? They are literally in costumes. Those girls wear costumes. And then that's just like Beverly Hills for you, but. But I think Orange County is a little bit more relaxed. I think that that's understandable in Beverly Hills. Everybody's very fancy. True. They're, you know, dressed totally and they, they do dress amazing. That's why I like watching their shows just to see what they're wearing. Oh, like Erica Jane. Oh my God. Never, never all of us dress very simple. You know, I've always been a jeans and t-shirt girl. Yeah. You know, I I've never been one to like wear dresses and get all dressed up. But as time went on, I feel like there was, you know, you get older and you get more interested in that. But also like there was a little bit of pressure. Like you, you got to step up your game. You got to look good. And then, you know, somebody gets a Gucci belt. Well, now you got to get a Oh my gosh. You know what I mean? Like, and then it just got you know, and then I think back, like, you know, being off the show for a year, it has been a huge eye opener because yeah. I was literally on Revolve every single day buying thousands of dollars with the clothes to ship to my house. And now I'm like, what do I do with all these clothes? Also, what do I do? What do I do? I have closets filled with clothes. Um, I just told my daughter, I go because she wants to sell things on Depop. And I said, sell my clothes. You take, them have the money. take them all. Take them all. Because literally... I, unless I'm going somewhere, yeah, I like to be dressed up, but that is right now, especially with COVID, that's not happening very no, often. Zero, none. And I think like I have just racks of shoes, really like designer shoes. And I'm like, do I keep them? Does Eddie still buy you shoes for every holiday? He hasn't lately. He hasn't lately, but yeah, he's always been really good about, he knows that I do like shoes. I do. I like shoes, belts, and purses. But other than that, I'll buy my sweats and t-shirts at Target. I don't care. Good girl. I like that. Oh, yeah. Good. Well, obviously I can't talk about how many seasons, uh, 14 minus three. It's a lot of seasons. I can't get to everything, but I do want to touch on like some main things. So of sure. course, overall, right these women unlike any well all all the housewives franchises say the most unbelievably horrid things about each other to each other all the whole time but then somehow can just get past it like you and vicky had some really bad times and you made your way past it like how the heck do you guys you know have these knockdown blowout fights and then you find a way to forgive each other well, I think that's all a part of being a good housewife because there, when you have a housewife that holds a grudge and won't move on and you know, the audience gets like annoyed with that. True. And I think when you're on a cast with five, six, seven girls, you have to, you have to, that one with Vicky was, it was a hard one and it was hard for me to move on. And I don't really hold a grudge, but you know, when you come up to my family and their blatant lies and things like that's, that's out of line. So it took me a while. It really did. And there was a lot of persuading from producers to me, like, you know, we need to move forward. We need to move forward. And the only way you can move forward is to make amends. And, you know, you know, those type of things you never forget. 
about them, but you know, you can forgive and move on. And, and that's what I did. That's hard. But I also know, I also know Vicki and how her mind works. And she said it before, if somebody, somebody comes after my man, I'm going to come after your man. True. Well, I had reason to come after your man. Uh, you were right all along. Yeah, I was right all along. You had no reason to come after my man. Oh God. Well, okay. So, so let's, let's talk quickly about, about Simon, because obviously, as I said, the storyline was all about, you know, the turmoil in your marriage. Like, do you ever wonder had you not done the show? Like, do you still think you guys wouldn't be together? Um, no, I don't think we'd still be together. We, we had a rough time I and mean, we fought hard before we yeah. even got married. And, you know, after we got married, it just got worse. I think that it, um, sped things up. It exacerbated the, yeah, yeah. And I think that it gave me an opportunity to have my freedom and that made it easier for me. True. Yeah. And, and that happens a lot of times with um, housewives that get divorced that don't have a big career. And it's all of a sudden, it's like, okay, you're getting paid to do this reality show and you haven't been good with your husband for a long time. And all of a sudden you're like, well, peace out, I'm gone. <laughs> I was on a show for, for one season and it was so pain. Like you have your entire, so much of your life, you can watch back. Yeah, over a decade. Yeah, you know, and it, it took time too after I got off the show to understand what my life is about anymore because literally like any career, but I I wouldn't call it a career, but like if you have a career and you know what you're doing, when you're doing it and you know, your everything's moving in full force and all of a sudden it just comes to a stop, you know, for 12 years of my life. Like I knew when I was filming, when I was, you know, doing press, when I was going to New York, I was traveling. I was, I was busy. I was so busy. And I I don't think people know, like, that y- y'all film for hours and hours and hours. Like it is, it's like a full-time job. Yeah, it's definitely, it didn't start out that way. It was literally like three or four months of our life. As it went on, it turned into like a full-time job. Like I would say at least 10 months and then we'd have a couple months off and then it's full force again. Okay. I do have some, some Facebook questions. Um, Stephanie Christian asked, do you have any favorite memories over 12 years, which is impossible to ask you, but if you could remember a few during filming. Um, well, definitely um, the proposal in Bora Bora. You know, that, yep. that's something I'm happy that I have and documented. Um, Ava being born, that's another one that was really good. Uh, my baptism. Um, there, I mean, there was a lot of good ones. There were a lot of good, I mean, a lot of bad things too, but there was a lot of good stuff that came out of it. Well, then I guess our follow-up could be, what were some particularly difficult or painful things to watch or just like, um, I would say season nine, when we went to uh, Bali, (laughs) we went to Bali. That was, I really felt ganged up on and there was a lot that went on behind the scenes. People didn't know that. And I'm like, what, how the hell did this turn on me? You know? And so that was really difficult. And, and I was literally left in my room in Bali the whole cast was out. I was literally crying in my room. The whole cast was laughing, partying, going skinny dipping in the ocean, all this stuff right outside my bedroom door. Didn't give a shit about me. I ended up flying home um, by myself. Wow. 25 hours, I think it was. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, it was it was tough. I, well, I had a, um, a PA with me, so he flew home with me, which was nice, but it, it was hard. Ugh. There's been a lot of stressful things. Like I take a lot of things personally. Like, you know, there's multiple times people had come after my business, um, talked about cut fitness, and mm-hmm. um, they come to my husband. And it's just, you know, it's hard. And I know it's part of the job, but you know, I take it home with me and it would stress me out. Of course you do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like I I was the villain on one season and the world hated me. And that was like the hardest year ever. Like you did this for 12 years and it was up and down and like, well, yeah, I mean, I'd be a villain. Then they'd love me. Yeah, exactly. They hate me. And that's just a part of it. And I think now like people are like, are you going to go back and go back? First of all, I haven't been asked back. Yeah. Um, Second of all, I don't know. The longer I'm away from it, the more normal Uh my life is and the more comfortable I am with this transition. So it's like, to me, I, I, I don't get in fights with my friends. I don't do all that. To have to go back to that is hard. That's what's so, I think the reason I love the housewives franchise so much, right. Is because it represents, it's like a different world entirely. I don't have 
fights with girls at restaurants yeah. where we're throwing drinks at each other or no, even just nobody like, does. or going on vac- girls trips. I can't do that stuff anymore. And we all stay in beautiful hotels. Like it's just, it is a different world and that's why I love it so much. But I can imagine, you know, life without that, especially when you have um, America loving, hating, loving, hating. And I know how harsh yeah. America can be. It might be nice to just like, not yeah, have it I anymore. mean, it, it is, it has been nice. It took me a while to just do the transition. Cause I didn't like, you know, it's like, who am I now? What am I doing? What am yeah. I going to do with my life? And I'm a type of person that has to stay busy all the time where my mind gets super destructive. So there was a lot of times where I was just, you know, like sad and upset yeah. and I didn't know what happened, why this happened. And I just wanted to go back and, you know, and then after a while I'm like, Oh wait, this could have been the biggest blessing in my life. <laughs> Completely. Let's keep looking at it that way. <laughs> yeah. And I'm a type of person like, I want to move forward. I don't want to dwell on the past. You know, that was a great stepping stone for a lot of amazing things. I have two great companies yeah. from, from uh, being on the show and probably I wouldn't have them if I didn't um, attend, you know, be part of the show. So I, you know, I feel pretty blessed in that sense. And I just want to, what, like, what's next? <laughs> if we had a, a little ball that told us, what's it called? The little ball that tells you what's happening. Crystal ball. Crystal ball. Yes. There you yeah. go. I was like, what, what kind of ball is that? Um, Any ball. <laughs> Give me a ball. Any ball. <laughs> Do you have a uh, favorite vacation that you went on? Oh, I have a few. Um, um, Ireland was really fun. I mean, it was just so beautiful. And and the thing is, is like most of these vacations, they're not vacations for us because they work us to the bone. Uh-huh. We literally like filming on the airplane. We're landing. We get in the hotel. Like we're there. It's horrible, really. And um, it was just so nice to see Ireland because I always wanted to go. Um, where else do I don't? I can't, I can't even remember. I can barely remember what I had for breakfast this morning. <laughs> but <laughs> serious, um, there was quite a few good Costa Rica. That was pretty cool. Um, but like going to Florida, yeah, mm, 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 eh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I could live without that vacation. I could live without that one. <laughs> yeah, it was all the like foreign places we went, you know, not like the any local. international travel is always going to yes. trump any domestic travel. travel. The word I was looking for. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> we'll help each other with words on this podcast. <laughs> um, okay, I liked this Facebook question. Uh, can you remember the worst insult ever thrown your way or the most regrettable insult you threw at someone else? Oh, geez. I think I'm immune to whatever insults that were sent, pushed my way. Probably true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't even, I don't know. I think that, you know, the Vicky thing where she went after Eddie and said he was gay yeah. and all that stuff. That, that was pretty, that was hurtful to me. And, um, oh, geez. One that I've sent, said to yeah. somebody else. Yeah. Anything you're like, uh, eh, I could have not done that. Well, probably throwing wine in somebody's face okay. was something that I kind of thought like, oh, wow, I probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> really I saw she that. was talking, I was, cause I was doing my research and I saw that she had just talked about that incident recently and said, that, I, I know Eddie said that yeah. to me and I'm like, don't, I don't watch, it like, burned, I don't watch it things. burned her eyes or something like that for like a week. Her eyes were burning. Oh, not hard to believe, but okay. <laughs> it was just funny. I was like, oh, we're. Gina's still talking about that. Look at that. Yeah. Very uh, funny. Mm. Sorry, Gina. <sighs> well, can we, okay, let's, let's say over the years, what do you think you brought to the show? I think just honesty and just being open and not holding back. I think a lot of people go on the show and they want to look perfect and they want to present you with their products. Mm-hmm. And they don't want anything to be seen that they don't like. So they self-produce themselves. And when you do that, you know, I I was told in the very beginning, the camera doesn't lie. Like people can see through the camera. You can sit there and say, I'm so in love with my husband. But if you don't act it or you don't, the body language isn't there, you're full of shit. Yeah, literally. And the camera can see right through that. And I think that there was a lot of girls that came on the show that were Mm short-lived, that were just... I don't know. They were just fake and they, they couldn't be open and honest. And 
They wanted you to see what they wanted you to see. And that's not what the audience, they want to see the good, the bad, the ugly. They want to see the truth. They don't, they don't want to see something all made up, packaged in a bow and look so perfect. Yeah, true. Amen. Uh, Someone asked, are there any behind the scenes rules that would blow our minds? Vicky has said that you're given three interview looks and you have to constantly recreate them. Is there anything else? Well, that is true. We do only have three and we have to recreate them each time. Um, our our makeup artist has to recreate them. Oh, true. Yeah, there. of course. Yeah. Um, the, behind the scenes. Anything interesting that. Not, nothing really that I can think of. I mean, it is what it is. So they, they do give us cars. We have cars all the time when you see us driving cars. Okay. So, okay. Because everyone's always doing the lift. It's not like a lift. It's a no, car. No, they, they give us. Okay. Yeah. They okay. give us cars. Well then, okay. Let me ask, how much effort did you put into reunions? So were you someone that came with receipts and like evidence or were you just kind of like, let's just go into battle? I think in the, the early days. Yeah. Um, you know, we always wanted to have receipts and call people out and get the information and all that stuff. And that was a big part of the show. And then that kind of, kind of went away. I mean, I remember bringing printouts and stuff to the reunion and, and then after a while people are, I even think Andy's like enough of that. I'm over that. We don't need to do that. Right. And then that's what I laughed because when Emily came on and she brought a big old folder, I'm like, Oh my God, you're 2010 all (laughs) over again. I did that years ago. I'm bored of that. Yeah, We did that years ago. We don't do that anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Well, okay. Obviously most of the questions were about what the hell happened and why you're not on the show anymore. So I don't know. Okay. Well, don't know. well let's I... go through, let me go through the, the timeline then. So season 14 was your last, right? Yes. Right. Cause we're on. Yeah. Okay. So what happened before, like when you were finishing up 14 in your mind, were you like sign me up for 15 kind of thing? Um, I was very upset after season 14. Very, very upset. They, they, um, they edited me, edited me to look really bad. Okay. Like really like, like, okay, guys, come on. Like right. you're going a little heavy on the editing there. Yeah. Oh, I could say the same. Yep. Like I had just started my CBD company and we filmed there. We had a launch party. We did all this and they took it out. Ugh. And I'm like the whole time they're telling me, yeah, it's going to be in there. Yeah. It's going to be in Ugh, there. God. And I'm like, okay. And so I didn't find out until like a couple of days before the reunion that they're like, oh, sorry, we had to pull it out for legal reasons because Bullshit. CBD isn't legal, federal, like whatever. So I'm like, you're joking, right? And they're like, no. I said, you told me the entire season. Like, yeah. And you pulled every scene out. I mean, they went as far as to if I was filming in my house, they'd blur the bottle out. And I'm like, you're going above and beyond, but yet you have Kelly promoting a business that she doesn't even own. Ugh. That positive ever. She didn't even own it. I own this. I said, this is my life. Oh, and so it was very like, I had a really bad taste in my mouth. And I had fi- found out um, right before the reunion that Simon had cancer. Yes. So I was really in a bad headspace. And I, I told the producers, I go, you know what? I don't even want to go to the reunion. I really don't. I said, you guys screwed me all season. Now I'm dealing with this. I'm not emotionally in a good spot. Like maybe I should just not go. And maybe I should just exit out. Maybe this is just it. Maybe this is, and I said, you know, maybe I might even announce it at the reunion. And they're like, no, no, don't. You know, you're just in a bad headspace right now. You never know what you know, next season will bring, you know, there's highs and lows in this business. And I'm like, okay, okay. And Eddie's like, you know, babe, just go do your job and just, you know, you need to be done with the show for right now and just get better. You'll have a break maybe. And- yeah. I just needed a break. And, um, I felt like I gave a lot. I did a lot. Like always, like I always you, do. You bring it every season. No one's denying that. But in my gut, I had a weird feeling. I just had a feeling that it was just, it was over for me. And, um, I was, I was, when I was talking to Shannon, I would tell her, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to be back. I don't know if it's going to be my decision or their decision, but I just really have a weird feeling suspicion that I'm not going to be back. And she's like, Oh, you're crazy. They're not going to get rid of you. And so, um, they called me, told me that, you know, when the new season's going to start and the kickoff date, of like a meeting, they yeah. have like a kickoff meeting to talk to you about what you're doing in your life and da da da. And so they, I had it set. 
for the following Friday and I was camping and um, I didn't get service. So I drove up to the street and I saw that the producers had called me and text me. Mm. And so I text them like, Hey, I'm out of town right now. Um, I don't have good reception, but what's up? And he's like, Oh, okay. Well you can just call me. It's something I need to talk to in person. And right then I went, Oh, Uh -oh. shit. So, um, I called them and they just basically said, they're like, listen, Bravo decided to go in a different direction and they're offering you, you know, a part-time role. And I'm like, screw that. I'm not a part-time girl. I'm all or none. And, and so when I got home, Andy had texted me and called me a few times. And so I finally connected with him and, and I said, what did I do? He goes, you did nothing. He goes, you are one of the best housewives we've ever had. And I said, then what's going on? And he said, Bravo wants to try something new. And I go, okay. And he says, trust me, everybody's going to be so happy when you come back the following season. Your fans are going to be so happy. I think he just said it to, so I wouldn't feel bad because it was a little premature to say something like that. You know, he's done interviews where he has said, like, we're not done with you. We're not done with her. And, 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 but yet I haven't heard anything. So I'm not by any means holding my breath on it. Things change in that industry all the time. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I mean, that's all I know. All I know is they told me you didn't do anything wrong. Everything's great. But we're just going to try something new. And they tried something new and it failed. No shit. It's a yeah. disaster. Failed. Big time. Had Vicky been demoted the season before? Yes. Yeah. Well, she was demoted. She was demoted in season 14. Right. Okay. Demoted in season 14. And, and part of me saw what, what, what she did. Like, she was fighting for her job. Like, she was, you know, getting in the mix. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. No, I'm not proving myself. I've been on show this show for 12 years. I'm not going to go back as a part-time person, get half the salary and like clawing to get my, my, um, orange back. Like, it's just not who I am. So I thought maybe it's, you know, all, all good things come to an end. And I, like I said, when I left, I'm like, don't be happy that it's over. Just be happy that it happened. True. So you know, and I, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm thankful. I don't have any bad feelings towards Bravo or anybody, but it is what it is. But okay. So don't you find it ironic? I am watching this uh, disaster of them going a different direction. And uh, you've still been such a big part of the story, despite not being on the show. You know what I mean? Like your name is mentioned, yeah. whatever, like, well, how does that make you feel like a uh, ha ha? I didn't or... watch the show. I, well, I didn't watch it just because I, I didn't know how I was going to feel about it. I just felt like it was still too new and you know, it just hurt my feelings. And, but you know, all my friends watched it and they'd be like every, every, every episode episodes you were mentioned. And I, I thought it was kind of shitty when they had Emily saying like, she's the devil or she's Satan or something like, and I'm like, I text the producer. I'm like, really? You really thought that it was that important? I'm not even there to defend myself. Like you take out my whole business thing, but then you like keep in a stupid small clip of someone saying I'm a devil. Like that's just bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I go, really? You really? And that's where I'm saying the whole power of manipulating the show with editing is just such bullshit. That's a choice. You can, so, you yeah. can, you oh, can totally. choose to not like, put you, that you in. You went out of your way. I mean, I'm not on the show. You didn't have to put that on there. To me, that was kind of hurtful because I felt like, you know what? I gave so much for 12 years. And that's the thing that I struggle with the most. It's like, I gave you so much for 12 years to be just tossed. Literally. So literally. Like no phone call other than Andy from anybody. No producers, nothing. Yep. Yep. Because you're just part of the paycheck. Yep. You're just a number. Just a number. And everybody told me that. I'm like, oh no, I have a good relationship with them. Nope. And, nope. Mm -mm. Learn that the hard way. They don't give a yeah. fuck about you. No, they don't. No. Not at all. Well, okay. So let's, uh, I do want to talk about your relationship with Shannon, but I, I do just want to talk about the fact that, you know, it's kind of interesting that you and Vicky are gone, but but the last Trace Amiga, Shannon, is still on the show. But she went from being like the, this massive Trace Amiga to kind of almost seeming like the odd man out, right? Like she was the veteran and now she's yeah. like the only veteran. Like, right. is it is that kind of interesting to you at all that because I'm sure they had said, like, we want to young and up the group. We want to make it all new faces. But then like Shannon is still there. And then Kelly, who I mean, the snafus that that girl's gotten up in the last 
it's insane yeah. that those are the last two left. I think I think they have a real problem on their hands right now. I think I that think the so. cast doesn't work. Um, I knew that when they when I found out who the cast was. I'm like, yeah, yikes. No, it's not going to work. It's not going to work because there's not a there wasn't a big name almost in a way like there there wasn't that was the problem it was like Shannon was the biggest name on there and I think Shannon was who she was is because a part of the Trace Amigas exactly so once you lose those OGs of the Trace Amigas then like what is there you know yeah yeah I I I mean I don't agree with Bravo's decision I think it was a bad one and um, and now like the show's been shelved for what six months now yeah. I have no idea what's going on with it. If you like texted a producer and asked, would they tell you? Um, I talked to Alex once in a while, who's um, at the head of production. Yeah. And we don't really talk too much about housewife stuff. Like, I'm not like, so what's going on? And who's getting fired? Like, I don't, I don't want to put him in that position. And plus, I know he can't say anything. And ultimately, it's Bravo's decision. True. They're the ones that are making those kind of decisions, not production, as far as I know. That's true. And, yeah. You know, so he, the only thing that he's said to me is like, you know, no decisions have been made. Wow. And that's about it. Let's, I do want to talk about Kelly because uh, I'll admit season 14 was hard to watch because Kelly was just unwatchable to me. Was I she? mean, it, it went, there's like kooky, funny, haha, being mean, saying things. And then there's just like, that is just so mean, like yeah. beyond. And yeah. I, <sighs> she's always been like that though. She's always been like that. And it's, it made it really hard, you know, and a lot of people that, that are on the show are so afraid of her I would that be. they either kiss their ass, her ass or be her friend because, you know, you don't want that after you. Yeah. And that's what makes it really hard. And that, that's not fair. That is not fair. You're there on the show to be your real true self. And if there's somebody on the cast that you're afraid of and you got to kiss their ass and not call them out or not do your job, that's not fair to the rest of the cast. Agree. Agree. So what happened with you and Shannon? Um, she just stopped talking to me, stopped picking up the phone. You know, I was at the worst time of my life. Everything I felt like was, you know, I felt like I, I lost a huge contract. Um, I was like, do I need to sell my house? Um, mm. You know, my ex had cancer, has cancer. My kids were, you know, it was hard on them. And I felt like there was so much going on and I just needed a friend. And I'm not a very needy friend. I don't, you know, I, I'm very rarely will cry to my friends or tell them my problems, but I, everything was kind of crashing down on me. And every time I called her, she put me to voicemail. And I'm like, after everything that I, and it, then it, I just got bitter because it's like everything I ever did for you and the year I would pick up the phone call, calls in the middle of the night and right. walk out of restaurants because she's repeatedly calling me and it was always a disaster. And it was just, it was hard, you know, and it's like kind of one of those things where you really find out who your true friends are in a situation like that. I'm like, I think she was more excited about being like the top dog now. Mm. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. So then I, um, st- I started getting interview requests. Like as soon as everybody found out that you I wasn't back, gone. I mean, yeah. like a ton, like so many, I couldn't even tell you, like half of them I would decline. But it got to a point where I felt like I was, you know, being asked these questions and asked these questions. And, and I was doing it more so to promote my CBD. As you should. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, they asked me what happened. And I said, she just stopped, you know, and, and Vicky had the same experience. And and next thing I know, she starts doing press and she starts bashing Slamming me. You. And, like, and I didn't say anything horrible about her. I just said, you know, she just stopped picking up the phone. So, yeah. Wow. But it's it's for the best. She was exhausting. So, okay, would you join? I mean, I know we've we've talked about this, but like ultimately, if they said, "Okay, we want you back full time. Get your orange back." You know what? That would that's seriously a discussion I'd have to have with my family. Um, we have a lot going on right now and and it takes a lot of my time. Um, Sophia only has two years left of high school and, you know, things are kind of hard on her right now. So I don't, I don't know. I, it's not a for sure. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do it. It's not, okay. it's really not. Okay. So I don't know. I mean, if, if that happens, 
you know, I'll have that conversation, but who, I don't know. I don't even have an answer for it. That's a, that's a great answer. Yeah. <laughs> it, why were you not on the all-star season? Were you called for that? No, nobody from Orange County was, I, I think from what I understand, it is like, it's going to be a continuous thing. Okay. They had these girls and these girls. That's what I've heard. If it, if the first one goes well, then they're going to continue to do it. So I think eventually, probably, mm-hmm. that will happen. So, okay. So you said you learn who your friends are. So overall, over the 12 years, who have remained your friends despite, like, obviously being on this show? You know, sh- uh, well, Heather DeBrow has definitely been a longtime friend of mine. Okay. Uh, Megan. And a really good friend to me and, and Vicky too. You know, I still talk with Vicky, you know, a few times a week and she's, she's been there for me. And, and it was kind of comforting to have her during this transition because we could both like, you know, sometimes she had she done it. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Or I call her. I'm like, what happened to our lives? Yeah. Literally. To our lives. I would feel like that. Literally. Like you. A little bit. You do feel like it. I mean, it's only natural that, you know what? The truth of the matter is like, I have an amazing life. I have an amazing husband and kids, family and businesses. Like I'm going to be okay. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, and sh- how does Eddie feel about not being on? He's, he is a husband that always seemed sort of like, you know, at least happy to be there. Not like moody to yeah, be on the show. I mean, he's, he's overall, like I would say he's like the happiest guy I've ever met in my life. He's super positive and, and, you know, he didn't love it. He didn't love it, but he didn't hate it. Um, I don't think he did. I don't think he hated it. Maybe he, he might have disliked it a little yeah. bit. Well, <laughs> he didn't he make it as it. obvious as some he was, husbands he was supportive. do. He was super supportive. And he just, you know, he wasn't one to get involved with the girl drama. He never was. I mean, even in my real life, like he doesn't, he, there's no drama in that guy's life whatsoever. Right, right. So, yeah. I think he knows how much stress I would stress I was under. I didn't even realize how much stress I was under dealing with just the constant problems and the constant travel schedule and all those things that, you know, it really caused so much chaos in my life that he likes the calmness, he likes the calmness. Like we have a very simple life. You know, we work out together. We go on hikes together. We do things with the kids. We're we're not, we not much of a drinker. So I joked last week we went out and he had one drink and he was like, I'm wasted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drunk. I'm so drunk. <laughs> well, you can plead the fifth on this one, but I want to ask Sam Knight. Can Tamara comment on the lawsuit with Jim Bellino, whether she's still going through it or not? Maybe I played the fifth on that. Ah, I knew you were going to do that. That's okay. Yeah, I get it. Um, <laughs> Uh, okay. Oh, are there any housewives from other franchises that you're particularly close with? Um, that's hard to think of all of them. Um, you know, I'll talk to Ramona, um, uh, Carrie from Dallas, um, Leanne. I talked to, um, I saw Teddy. We went out to dinner, uh, last month. I think it was the four of us. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a few in each cat you know franchise that i'll talk to but nothing like we're like best friends Besties. Like yeah that. yeah um if you could be on any other franchise of the show what would you want to be on i think um i think new jersey Ooh. i think that i could really throw it down i think you could too i think you'd be great on jersey yeah i think that there's a lot of like-minded people there i agree I right in <laughs> I mean, talk about a cast of people that are willing to just put it all out there more than any other franchise, I think. Oh, absolutely. Love. Absolutely. Great idea. Okay, well, let's talk about business then because that's what you're up to. So first of all, people wanted to know how's Cut? It's doing great. You know, we definitely had some times where we were closed down during the pandemic, but we really, um, you know, we had to change our business model, you know, to see fit and we did a lot of group classes back then and we had to get rid of those and we totally canceled those out, sold all the equipment and we were selling the equipment that we used for group class. Everyone's like, you're closing down, you're going out of business. Of I'm like, no, we're just redoing things. So we went more into personal training, which is great because there's more money in that anyways. And um, we hired a chiropractor that is 
and has his own office inside. We have a physical massage therapist there as well that rents space from us. Sweet. And then we have a, um, a um, perfect, like he trains professional athletes. Oh, cool. So yeah. And, and high school athletes as well, as well. So, um, so we did a little adjusting and, and we're, we're, we're good. And during the pandemic, we were able to do like one-on-one -on -one training with people and we have about five trainers there now. And, you know, it's, it's, it's always changing. The fitness industry is always changing. And so now personal training is where it's at. Well, uh, before we get to CBD, I do want to discuss, um, fitness competitions because when I was back in the day, I didn't ever compete. But I ate and weight trained like I was doing like yeah. a competition. So, but I mean, that was hell. What was that like for you? It was hell. Yeah. It was hell. I mean, it's a lot of work and people don't realize it. It consumes your entire life for the six months or whatever it is. Um, it's not like normal training. It's hell a lot harder. Yeah. And then on top of that, I think just the food in general, it's, you know, you always, us girls are always taught like eat less and only eat this it's eat more but eat the right thing you're eating constantly constantly constantly, constantly. And, and my body adapted pretty well to that eating you know tons of protein um because i'm kind of a nibbler and i don't really eat that much and what happens when you do that for me in particular you store more body fat when yeah. you do that yeah um so i'm now trying to get back into like way more protein way more protein i've been pretty much plant-based for quite a while and it's hard to get your protein in when you do it that way. Yeah. So I'm, you know, adding like more fish and chicken into my diet and hard boiled eggs. I'm like, if I had to eat ground turkey or hard boiled eggs. Oh my God. My, it was just chicken, broccoli, chicken, broccoli, chicken, yep. broccoli, sweet potato, yeah. scoop of peanut butter, no yep. alcohol. I mean, it's, people don't realize it, but it's hard work. And I, I would say that the, the eating is definitely harder than the training. I agree. The training was fun. I mean, I love to weight train. Yeah, but... I love to train. I still train. It's so funny because I still train as if I'm competing, but my body doesn't look the same. It's because of the diet. Yeah. Well, it's all di diet. I mean, what do they say? 80% kitchen? Because it is. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, for me, like when you eat like that, it's really bad on your hormones. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was a mess. Yeah. But I've always said, like, if if you need to, to drop, you know, 8, 10 pounds, tighten up, like, I know, I know the diet to do it. It's just whether yeah, so you are willing to do it or not. Right. A hundred percent. It's not an easy one. No. Uh, well, we don't need to compete ever, but hey, we need, we know what we need to do. I know. We have to tell People up. always ask me, do you want to compete again? I'm like, no, I'm literally at the stage where I want to sit in a rocking chair on a porch. That's what I want to do. Well, last thing, CBD. Let's yeah. talk about it. Yeah. I, I don't even know where to start. So we've had, uh, all of it. So we've had Vena CBD going on three years now. Um, and we started out with, you know, the basics, the tinctures, the, the topicals, the capsules. And then we just ventured. It's just, it's huge. We're, we're just adding more SKUs to our line. And, and our most recent one is our skincare line. Skincare, yeah. Yeah. So we, we launched a skincare line um, a couple weeks ago. And it's a CBD-based you know, we call it the high line because we do a little plan words with yep. CBD and being high. There's no THC in it. So you have to worry about that. <laughs> Darn. But yeah, I actually have it right here. Oh my so, gosh. Yes. Let's see. Yeah. This is all my supplies. Yeah. Tamara there. sent me my own and I'm so excited to. Oh, good. I'm, I can't wait for you to try it. So there's a, a adaptive moisturizer in which at first I was like talking to them. I'm like, what does that even mean? Right. So it's going to adapt to your skin. So if your skin's oily, you know, or if your skin's super dry, it's going to adapt to that. So for me personally, I would always use a really thick uh, moisturizer because I have really dry skin. So I use like Strybectin or something like that. But by noon, my makeup was like smearing off my face and I was always putting powder on. Well, well ours will not do that to you. So it just kind of adapts to whatever you have. Then we have the hyaluronic acid. I love. So love. that's a big staple in everybody's, you know, skincare line and then we have a mask and the mask i actually use it overnight i just put it on my face and just it's very concentrated it's pretty much the same as a hyaluronic acid but more concentrated uh -huh. so you know i want to make it just simple like you know simple products i think the worst thing in the world is to get a skincare line and there's like oh god no. 20 products and then 
you know, and they all say, um, put on right after you wash your face. Literally, clean face. In what order? Clean face. And I'm how like, many? Well, how, am I, how am I supposed to do this? I got to put one on, wash it off, put it on. So, or if you layer them on, the next thing you know, you're like stretched. And it's a know, mix it's like, of everything. And I can yeah, pull yeah. it off of me. Yeah, that's yeah. why I like so, yours. Super excited about that. And I want to let you know that we're going to, I gave you a 30% discount to Woo! your okay, great. viewers. Yeah, your listeners. And it's, it's Olivia. It's just Olivia for 30% off. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. Also have, <laughs> we have dog, you know, things for pets, dogs, cats. Um, we, we have a little bit of everything and we have some new products coming out as well. We're constantly just growing. It's become just huge. I had no idea it was going to become Well, I'm going to buy your pet tincture because my, my dog needs it bad. Yeah. We have the, the calming shoes too. I don't know what his problem is, but just with the, the calming will help them. Yeah. Relax a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So then every, well, let's, let's say social media where everyone can support all of your ventures currently. Oh, Tamra Judge. Perfect. I mean, very simple, Tamra Judge. And then we are Vena, V-E-N-A, CBD is on uh, social media as well. Oh, yeah. Wow. I can't believe I got to talk to you. Oh, stop it. I'm literally freaking, <laughs> I'm still like, am I really looking I at Tamra? To to <laughs> I'm looking at Tamra right now. Holy shit. Well, thank you for giving me your time. I'm so freaking oh, so welcome. pumped. And um, if you show up again on the show, great. If you don't, great. I support either one. Yeah. Whatever's best for you. Yeah. I just might be in another show coming up. What? Just, just, oh, you it's, traitor. It's just, a, just a one episode, just a one episode. So I'll, I'll let you know. It's in the talks right now. I'm going to send you my number on DMs and I want to know everything. <laughs> the secrets. I'm a vault, I promise. No secrets are shared from me. Oh. Well, Tamara, we love you. And, um, Thank you. And everyone, support Tamara, Vina, and Cut if you're in, yeah. you know. 30% off Vina, Olivia. Get it for yourself and your dog, if your dog. Yeah, it's needs great, it. especially now with everybody under so much stress. Like, if you're new to CBD, like. I'm a, I'm a dick. I love CBD. It's, like, made such a big difference in my life, so I can't wait. Yeah. Gonna get my hands on it. Try it. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Bye.